Are you ready? Oh my god, it's so exciting! Welcome to another episode of the Ready or Not podcast, where we talk about the things you might be ready to hear. Or not. I'm your host, Ruthie Shavetta. And I'm Noemi Meyer. Welcome to the quiet room. Today we're joined by Yukin. Hello, everyone. And we are going to be talking about social media and media intake. Yeah. Uh, which is just about the fact that, I mean, 21st century Gen Z, we grew up on the internet. Yeah. We talked about this in episode two, and no doubt in other ones, like, just being raised on the internet and having such ready access to it mm-hmm. is so important to like how we are are now honestly yeah. like a large part of who I am is because I was online so much when yeah. I was younger and definitely out yeah. there and it has its ups and downs and that's what we're going to be discussing today yeah. um you Kim is quite the social media whiz <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he's made quite the brand of himself exactly. <laughs> um it mostly stems from self-validation <laughs> media in a nutshell <laughs> yeah but i am quite an avid <laughs> to an unhealthy extent but you know that. That. that means i that means i am someone right for the job exactly. let's go that's let's go. my ethos thank yeah. you everyone <laughs> so thank you for listening <laughs> yeah so right into it taking in social media and how mm-hmm. that's impacted who we are mm-hmm. um share your experience my for me, the main thing about social media and how it's impacted who I am is definitely what I look like. Because mm-hmm. when you're, yeah. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. of it is, like, what mm-hmm. you see on the internet is not, like, what... Because, you know, I'm not a size 12 or 10. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not light skin. I'm a dark skin. I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, any of the... I don't have toned abs or, you know, a tight butt. Like, you know. <laughs> so I was always looking online and I was like, why don't I look like these people, you I know? know? And it, yeah. like, it screwed yeah. with the way I saw myself, you know? And I, mm-hmm. it's a very universal experience. Yeah. Especially with, like, new, like younger generations, I think. Like, we very much, like, believe what we see on social media, you know? Um, like, like, plastic surgery or, like, filters, you know? You don't necessarily question what you're seeing on social media yeah. because it's so realistic, you know? Yeah, and I feel like... To some extent, we have idolized it. Yeah. And all these things, even from the way we dress, yeah. the way we present ourselves to, the way we talk, you know, mm-hmm. we are, it's imbued with TikTok slangs, mm-hmm. with clothes from Sheen, mm-hmm. yeah. and things like that, you know. And and to the people who are able to fit um, that image of this um, petite girl or this really, really buff guy with toned abs, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it's... They're the ones who get the likes. They're the ones yeah. that are being pushed by, yeah. the, by the algorithm. And they're the ones, you know, getting the spotlight. And to some extent, it's just... it. You think it doesn't really have any effect on you, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, in hindsight, you're like, yeah. okay, you're just yeah. seeing yeah. a pretty attractive person dance or lip sync to something. But it sticks with you, like, subconsciously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, like, creates this, like, internal kind of, like, in versus out kind of situation, you know? Yeah. Like, I see that. The yeah. guys who are, yeah. like, you know... In bikinis and big houses by the pool, lip syncing to songs and dances, yeah. yeah. you know. Yeah. And then, if you don't look like that, you're like, "Well, I'm not in," you yeah. know. And it's, it screws with like the way you see yourself and the way that you choose to value yourself. That's something I kind of want to talk about because it relates to like trends and you know, like what's trending, what's new, what's exciting, you know. Like, um, I remember there was this. Like, even, like, you know, like, these TikTok dances, those are all trends, you know. But it goes deeper than that because, like, it involves the fashion industry, you know, the things we're buying. Like Yeah. 
And I think that's an interesting point, you know, because um, I was watching this TikTok. You see, this <laughs> <It's> is everywhere. <laughs> I I quote most of my my knowledge from TikTok, <laughs> but um, yeah, a lot of things I say is like I saw this one TikTok. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but yeah, I was just gonna say that it was so interesting to me because I was watching this TikTok on fast fashion, and mm-hmm. they were talking about. Um, how companies like Sheen, you know, mm-hmm. like really fast fashion, mm-hmm. have been making mm-hmm. billions of dollars in profit. Yeah, and off of these trends, yeah. The reason for that, you know, it's because trends, yeah, it's mm. so different from how they were. Because in the past, trends yeah. were like, it took decades and years for a trend exactly, to come and go. Yeah. Today, trends are coming like every months. single week. Actually, weeks? Yeah, yeah it, it comes weeks. You know, if, a, if an influencer mm-hmm. and a bunch of influencers suddenly start posting yeah. about... I don't know, like even not for like not clothes, but I remember I was on TikTok and there was this thing about some pink sauce or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Pink sauce. You see, and suddenly everybody, every yeah. everybody started wanting pink sauce. Yeah, you know, just it just it. happens. It I just... didn't even know what it was, and I was like, maybe <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Maybe I should give it a go. What is it? <laughs> no, but it's. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Capitalism at its. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of gotta like, love it. <laughs> that's kind of like social media. It's big companies people yeah. are trying to make money, yeah. and so they are pushing these ideas to you know make sales. But the fact of the matter is, they don't really care about the people that they're impacting because they're yeah. getting their stack. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's that's so sadly true. Yeah, and like what Yukon was saying about trends, they come in so fast, but. Like you don't you even said, have your time to, like, wrap your head around it. Sometimes yeah. I'll, like, not be on my phone for a day or two. And when I get back on, like, TikTok, I miss, like, a whole I know! Time. It's like suddenly everyone's talking about something. You're like, what the hell? What did I miss? I was gone for, like, 24 hours. <laughs> but, like, even, like, we linked a resource, like, a video about, like, congrats, your body is trending. But, like, mm-hmm. even things like that. Like, the way trends come and go. Because in, like, 2000s, you know, being, like, what's it called? What's it called, guys? Give me a second. Uh, pipe cleaners, you know the a little pipe cleaner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the one for the, the straws. Ones. Yeah. yeah, like being pipe cleaner thin. That was in. Yeah, you know. Yeah, bones. Like you know, that mm-hmm. was like that was hot. You know. Ooh, there's this one video on YouTube. It's called. Um, I think it's like congratulations, your body's trending. Yeah, that's the one yeah. we linked. I think. Yeah. Y- yeah. It's, you it's just mentioned now. it. <laughs> <laughs> you just mentioned it. I was like, oh. it's linked there now. <laughs> <It's> linked. <laughs> Oh my god, you see, this is social media. I heard social media has reduced our attention span to a goldfish. Mm-hmm. I think I read that somewhere. TikTok? TikTok. We were talking about this on <laughs> episode, two. episode two. Like the way TikTok, like it's, it's like the videos are so short and you're just like constantly scrolling. Yeah, of course that's going to like dull your... So fast. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what you expect. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like I'll watch a YouTube video and I'm like, get to the Point. Oh, yeah. oh my god, yeah. I, I'm, you're right. I realized, I'm, I just realized that, you know, recently I just haven't been enjoying YouTube because it takes so long. Yeah, it takes ages. When I can mm-hmm. just watch a TikTok that's max three minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but probably one. And I know new things, I've been entertained, and there's another one waiting. <laughs> yeah. And like bouncing off that idea, um, it's actually really interesting, I find it at least, that like watching like a 20 or 30 minute YouTube video feels like centuries for me, mm-hmm. but I can spend hours on TikTok and it just feels like it's nothing. Yeah. It's like I'm constantly Hours. stimulated. Yeah. It's always something new, you know? I think it's that, like, stimulus, you know? Because, like, um, there's this... With social media and the way that it gets addictive is because, like... Um, I want to say... <laughs> so, like, your dopamine levels, you know? It affects your dopamine levels and the way... And the way... Um, like, the likes that you get... And there's someone drumming here. I'm sorry. It's so distracting. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> She's really trying to hold the thought. <laughs> but, like, 
with the dopamine, you get a rush of that every time you post a picture and you get likes, or you know, when you get a notification, you always look at your phone, you know, and so that's why it gets addictive. Yeah, I don't know if you guys experience this, and I might be outing myself here slightly. Do y'all ever hear your phone buzz when it doesn't buzz? <laughs> and then you reach Girl. for it so fast. Or I'll feel like I have my phone, and I'm like, oh, I need to check it. And there's nothing there. Huh. <laughs> okay, I, I mean, I don't get the auditory hallucinations. Yeah. Maybe you're in another level. But I definitely know what you mean by, like, this sense of reliability and need constant need to have a phone because you feel so disconnected from the world if you don't have one like I just I broke my phone last year and I was so sad Mm -hmm. I was so depressed because I couldn't log into Instagram Mm -hmm. and I just felt like my god my life is gone Mm -hmm. yeah my phone was stolen like three four days ago wow (laughs) wow all of a sudden I had nothing and like it was still I was lucky enough to get a replacement pretty fast however like the thing was just that for like 24 hours at least, I didn't have any way of communicating with anybody. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't like this at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this. Girl, I, I suffered like three months. <laughs> Pick yeah, a I struggle. Don't, I, don't, I, I don't know how he did that. I mm-hmm. couldn't. Like, it was yeah. 24 hours I was going to pull my hair out if I didn't look no, at it. but it was so strange. Like, legit, I thought I could just, like, you know, it's just a phone. You know, I, I thought I could, like, rationalize that. But I did feel, like, I genuinely felt like a part of myself was missing yeah. throughout that time but you know what i also think it is because like our phones replace so many things like alarms cameras notes you know a watch (laughs) watches like you name it you know and like i do understand that but also think about the people that didn't have phones like 20 years ago that was the entire world the prehistoric times (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're we're like the social generation and it's so crazy how we're how we completely rely on it you know because like how did they function (laughs) you know ask me twice i have no idea (laughs) no because it's i think it's also like going back to like what you guys talking about how you felt like a part of it was missing Mm -hmm. that's kind of what social media does like, it yeah. creates that whole, I need to be online. Yeah. I need to know what's going on. Like, yeah. If yeah. I'm not online, like, I was talking about, like, how you come online and all of a sudden you miss things. And then you're like, oh, no, what did I miss? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't miss it's this. Like like, FOMO. Looking for things. It's like yeah. It's FOMO with people it's... you don't even know. That's <laughs> insane to me. It's FOMO with the entire world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, goes back that in and out. If you don't know, you're out. And, like, yeah. It that's I think it's a large part of why, like, companies like that make so much money because people don't want to be out. You know, people want to be in. People want to be included. They want to, you know, they want to be the person who's dancing by the pool. They want yeah. to be the person who mm-hmm. has pink sauce. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they want to be involved, and that kind of creates that rush. That's like, I need it. I need it. I need. Yeah. It, I need it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and social media addiction is wild. Yeah. Me, yeah. Honestly. And it's interesting you talk about how companies uh, profit so much because I did work a lot in social media and content creation and branding, and. It, it's actually like crazy how much um, importance and like, significance is there in really engaging the viewer and making mm-hmm. them feel like they are part of what they're watching. Yeah. They're, they're part of the conversation that you're posting it's about. It's all part of marketing. Yeah. yeah. But like especially with like social media, like you, you need to keep them on their phone. You need to keep them. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. that's how you get your money. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's designed so like the social dilemma, that documentary Ooh, on yeah. Netflix. Fascinating. Yeah insane mm-hmm. it's crazy when you know how much goes into creating a platform that you cannot give up mm-hmm. exactly you know yeah. like we like twitter instagram tiktok like 
I'm black. <laughs> Facebook, I guess. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I don't know anybody who has a Facebook account. My mom has a Facebook account. Same. I used to have a Facebook account. I played all those Facebook games like Farmville, <laughs> Pet Society. <laughs> oh my god, I love. I loved Farmville, guys. Farmville is so fun, yo. I would check in every day. I'd be like, oh my god, yeah, my grapes are growing. I was like 10. I'd like log on to Farmville. And I would just fitter around, check on my farm. I'd like, take it so seriously. I didn't even know Facebook had games. Huh? I'm sorry. I'm you not actually. In- Were you in the prehistoric times? <laughs> Possibly. She is the prehistoric. <gasps> you could invite your friends to play with you too. Oh my god, it was no so fun, yes. bro. Yes. <laughs> Did you need a computer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't have a computer until I was like fourteen. <gasps> no, but I used the like the PC, like the home PC. Oh my god! Yeah, the huge <laughs> chunky ones. ones. <laughs> With the chogo. What's it called? What's it called in English? The, the back of the head in Swahili has a name, and it's called the chogo. And so the the big computers, the big TVs, yeah. are the ones with the chogo. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had the computer with the chogo. I'd go mm. in, I'd sit there, I'd log onto my farm bill, and then when my dad needed to send emails, I had to just leave because <laughs> it was like the family computer. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Everyone had just had the one family computer. Everyone just hogs. You just take your turn. If it was empty, I had. I had three, three brothers growing up. If it was empty, the way I ran to that computer to get on my farm bill. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, no, I was 10 and I needed it. I needed to get on Facebook to play farm bill with my uh, friends. How interesting. But I think, let's go back to the point, because I found it really interesting. I feel like we should really like deep dive into it. Mm-hmm. Is the whole point, this whole um, narrative that we are so um, just, what's this word? Reliant? Reliant and like just... Obsessed. Indulgent okay, of yeah. social mm-hmm. media, mm-hmm. you know, like no, but yeah, I think that's, <laughs> and what does yeah. that mean to you? Yeah. How do you think it has think, affected you? I think the most important thing is how, because like as individuals, sure, but as a society, like what we like the value that we put on social media has a, an impact on the in- individual, you know. So like, I mean, Rosa, you know, she doesn't use Instagram, she doesn't use Snapchat, but she, she does it. Has her phone on exactly. It. <laughs> she does that only to stay in touch with her friends. And even then she forgets to because, you know. Yeah. And that's like the other side of it. But then there are those people that spend hours and hours on social media, you know. Just like <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about. No <laughs> way me to preface. Ricky like raised her hand. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I was on social media, I could never. Yeah, but I'm, I'm the opposite end of that spectrum because mm-hmm. like Rose is my roommate to preface yeah she never has her phone on her <laughs> and I always say that that's why I always have my phone on me because she never has her phone on her but it's because I need it like mm-hmm. I need to be able to reach into my pocket and like you know like having an argument and being like oh I'm gonna google it like you know yeah. I'm gonna shut you up I'm gonna yeah. google it you know yeah. or like being like oh have you seen this person and pulling up their Instagram mm-hmm. it just became so like it's, it's so, so normalized yeah, yeah exactly like I'm yeah. so used to like being like it's Everything is in my pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like what? Exactly, yeah. I can just look it up. I can show you what video I'm talking about. I don't have to just talk about it. You could do literally anything with a phone. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you think about it, I have my card on my phone. I could pay with that. I could I could travel across the world. I could book a ticket on my phone. That's true. It's insane. You could book an Airbnb and everything like, would be done. It's so easy. But the cost, if you really think about it, is it worth it? Yeah. yeah. I think... Um, you definitely social media is definitely an avenue and your phone especially is this avenue into this mm-hmm. um, picture that you want to paint like it gives you this avenue to create this narrative about yourself yeah. and I think um, it's something that I 
kind of struggle with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know whether it's a struggle, but um, just to preface, like I, I try to at least create like quite, um, quite significant branding of myself on my plat on my platforms, and um, it's interesting because. I feel like it is a heightened version of myself. You know, mm-hmm. I'll post pictures of me climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. I'll post pictures of me going out with my friends. I'll post pictures of me getting this achievement, that achievement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the rest of my life, you know, and I'm like struggling, exactly. rushing me deadlines awesome. and yeah. just feeling not great. It never goes online. Yeah. So yeah. I think that also, because like the way we paint our perfect lives on social yeah. media Where's the authenticity? Yeah, you know? and it's very easy for you to see other people living like the, the mm-hmm. best, the heightened versions of themselves, yeah. the best lives, you yeah. know, and be like, "Dang, I'm missing out," you know. Yeah. I'm not know? good enough. But I don't have a is, lot of friends. The thing is, yeah. we don't realize that that's not actually the reality. And exactly. Like, this, I'm gonna say it again. Be critical of w- how you consume social media. I was it's shouting this. <laughs> I was shouting this like last episode, um, but like. It's, I'm so serious. Yeah, no, because you're seeing, what's so important to remember is that you're seeing, like you can just mention, you're seeing somebody's highlight reels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were like, and I think that like a lot of, like I have seen people on Instagram who like make a point to show the good and the bad. Yeah. But the fact yeah. of the matter is social media as a platform was built and grew because people are sharing the parts of themselves that they're proud of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. they're sharing their best moments. Yeah. And so when you look at somebody's best moment and you compare it to not your best moments, yeah. of course you're like, yeah. What's going on? Like, yeah. you know, why, yeah. why is this, why am I not like them? Why am I not achieving the things that they're achieving? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's so damaging. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a very hard boundary to disassociate yourself from. Yeah. Because yeah. definitely you could rationalize it, like, in, in this moment right now, we can all yeah. agree that, you know. In that, practice. Yeah. In theory, sorry. <laughs> in <laughs> theory, it works. Yeah, we can all agree that, you know, it's harmful yeah. and, it does, and it's not great. And we would be able to think that but what we consume and how much we um, view these things it really starts to I guess we start to internalize it mm-hmm. and it's just not a great feeling mm-hmm. when you're constantly comparing yourself with yeah. the Ivy students yeah. with these um, fitness people who are extremely built um, with people who have extreme, are extremely talented in their, in their own fields and you're just sat there wondering to yourself like just watching a yeah. TikTok or an Instagram post about how amazing people are you're just wondering like why don't I yeah, feel the same way why, mm-hmm. why am I not as you know capable how, why am I not as high achieving mm-hmm. as the people we see online mm-hmm. and I don't know what do you guys think about what do you think are some ways for us to start practicing um, you know just being comfortable in ourselves in our own achievements and how we look mm-hmm. like how do we dis- make that how do we really internalize that boundary for ourselves I think like from my own experience it was unfollowing people that i didn't necessarily need to follow like kim kardashian no offense she's done lovely lady yeah she's done great stuff you know (laughs) yeah but like as a person with like body insecurities you know seeing someone who's like the ideal body like constantly all over my feed you know that doesn't do much for my confidence you know and also like um restricting certain like um certain themes mm-hmm. um that's also helpful i'd say and there is a feature that you can do that with instagram now really yeah. can you get more into that like what do you mean by like searching um, for certain themes yeah. i haven't like i took it away because i thought 
Might as well, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get the raw, unfiltered. Yeah. Because when has that ever been? (laughs) No, but um, also setting times. So Instagram, because that's my main social media enemy, I'd say. (laughs) Um, Because I lose so much time. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if you set in, it has, like, if you go in settings, it has the feature to, like, set in reminders so that you take a break. And um, I, it pops up every 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, I spent 20 minutes. Sure, sometimes I'll be like, ignore. <laughs> but it's it reminds you of, like, reality, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think, like, coming on to, like, what she said, like, about being mindful about what you take in. That, like, I do the same thing. Like, if I don't, if something I'm following is making me feel more negatively than positively, I'll mm-hmm. follow it. Mm-hmm. And, but, and then I also just make a point to follow, like... Exactly that, uh, too. ...accounts and things that make me feel good. Like, mm-hmm. I'm... I have anxiety. I like sometimes when you go on a news app and all you see is the awful things in the world. I want to t- crawl into a hole and never come out again. Yeah, <laughs> you know? the world is scary. Yeah. So I follow on Instagram the Happy Broadcast, which is essentially just positive news and like having something like that pop up every once in a while. Is and so they also have like doodles, so it's yeah, not like intimidating. Oh my that. god, yeah, I love yeah. those little comics <laughs> with the dinosaurs and yeah. the animals, and yeah. they're all like helping each they're other. So like cute, and like I think that in that case, social media can one hundred percent. You can build a good platform and a safe environment with it and a safe relationship with mm-hmm. it but it's a choice yeah every day and I yeah. think that's kind of like yeah. coming back to your question how you do that I think it's a choice it's you an active choice yeah constantly and it get don't get me wrong it's tiring it's exhausting you know every so often you know you're scrolling on your um what's it called on feed. Instagram yes <laughs> your feed and like you'll see something and you're like huh that made me feel not so good yeah you know and like as much as like you said, right now we can sit around and rationalize it and be like, you know, like that's not real life. In that moment, you have to make that choice. You have yeah. to be like, I have to. That's not the fair portrayal of what their mm-hmm. life is really like. You know, yeah. that's not what my life should be like. Yeah. And it's a choice. I think it's a it's a decision you gotta make. Yeah. 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 I think even on that choice thing, um, I really think social media really highlights, or at least makes it very um, prevalent, very obvious to you about what you feel like you're lacking. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like yeah. really if you really want to have a healthy relationship with social media, you really have to deep delve into how what you think about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, what you think about how you look, what you think about what you think about how you say things, how you present yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, I think yeah. only when, you know, you've come to terms with you in your entirety and your mm-hmm. being, mm-hmm. then you're able to consume anything. I mean, definitely you still feel affected by certain things, triggering topics. But just having... I guess it's just like a wake-up call for us to really start thinking about um, our own insecurities, Mm -hmm. our own... what we think our own shortcomings are. And coming to terms with that and saying, you know what, it's okay. Yeah, Yeah, and I think that's like talking about like who we are and how we present ourselves. Because social media has 100%, like being in a social generation, I guess, Mm -hmm. has 100% changed how I think of myself like as a person not necessarily mm-hmm. even my body yeah just how i want to present myself yeah who do i want to be and to a certain extent i can't say that it's not it's all negative because like a lot i found like a community online of people who were like me you know i learned a lot about you know my mental illnesses like my mm-hmm. period I, my mom told me to research it like i got yeah. online you know and so i think that to a certain extent getting out there and figuring out other people and like your personality is so important but when you start feeling like there's a specific type of personality that you have to yeah. engage in or be to mm-hmm. be in or whatever like 
that's when honestly you can look in the mirror and be like who who is this what am yeah. i doing like yeah. i used to yeah. get home and be exhausted mm-hmm. and because because i was spending all day being the way i thought i was supposed to be you know being yeah. the way the social media portrays me as supposed to be and then i'd get home and I'm, I'm me again and i'm like i need a nap yeah, yeah. You know? i think the main thing like my main problem with like social media is the lack of authenticity because that is one thing that would lead me to question you know my own value you know mm. Be- just because you see the hi- like you guys said before the highlighted uh, like all the good parts and sure there are some accounts but that show the on- authenticity however it's not enough you know mm. um, and I just think about young me you know going scrolling through instagram for like the first few times oh yeah that's crazy yeah and also oh my god i know no and think about it social like, media is such a new concept <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah it, and if you really think about it it's like at least we grew up in an era where like yeah it wasn't yeah. as prevalent you know yeah. all these trends yeah. all mm-hmm. these um tiktokers and everything right now imagine like what, the, what the kids right now or our kids what are the ones after us um, we're gen z they're gen x no no there's something why <laughs> no, 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 no. Gen Z, it's X, Y, Z. So uh, we're the last one. We're the Gen Z. Oh. I think. Is that supposed to mean like we're the last generation to make it to the ends of our lives? No, no, no. I no, don't think like, so. I, no, no, no. Because I thought of it. Because it's like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, blah, 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 you know? But and there wasn't like, a, Gen a. a Gen A. It was just N- Gen X, Y, Z. Right? Did they do that? Was Gen X a thing? I think so. Either that or I'm... Look He's at that. We're going to Google it. <laughs> We're gonna Google I don't want to be spreading misinformation, people. Also, be careful of that. Stay yes. safe online, people. Mm-hmm. Not everything online is true. Yeah, but like, my point. The kids who are like now... Like, my, I have a younger brother who's 14, so mm-hmm. I think technically is Gen Z. Yeah. But he lives online. Mm-hmm. He will post like on Instagram and it's just 10 slides of random things and he'll explain each one to... <laughs> his followers mm-hmm. and like a lot of the time I'll tease him about it because that's my younger brother I'll be like you know what are you doing like, <laughs> why are you talking like you're a president to your country <laughs> it's you and like some boys yeah. <laughs> that's what you're talking yeah. to but like I, I see it like you know mm-hmm. it's so easy to just it's so it's there yeah. he's never not had that yeah. <laughs> you know it's like yeah. and to a certain extent like yeah we also did but we did have that period of our childhood when we were just like you know outside playing with sticks and mud yeah because yeah what you gotta do that's actually <laughs> something that i'm so interested to see play out like the way like the ipad kids and every like you know like oh, the, oh my god the yeah. ipad kids like how they're gonna like be actual contributing members of society oh my god <laughs> no shade no shade whatsoever girl <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I, i'm not saying they're not gonna make it you know but, like, how are they going to make it is what I'm interested in. Because, like... But I think, you know, on that note, mm-hmm. I think you, there's also the other side of it, you know? Mm-hmm. With people being so connected and being mm-hmm. so I digitally literate. And yeah. it's just so interesting to see how they're harnessing yeah. um, the power of social media to make connections, yeah. to make uh, to be aware of certain situations, you know? Social media as well yeah, yeah. is giving voices to people that didn't have platforms in the past to minority groups to the queer people to mm-hmm. black people mm-hmm. to trans black people you know mm-hmm. all these uh, marginalized and very much um, affected groups you know yeah. social media is a platform for them yeah mm-hmm. to 
make their concerns and make the realities of their life um, seen by I others. do understand that value. But like a seven-year-old on an iPad, 24-7... No, because okay, I'm okay, like, now. I might be playing middleman here, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm seeing both of your points. Like yeah. I get for like a hundred percent right now, being digitally literate and being able to get out there and communicate. And yeah, man. How to send an email? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was taught that when that's I was such, like nine. <laughs> that's such a valuable skill to yeah, have, and the yeah. earlier you have it, the more you can hone it. Yeah. However, when you also think about how like. Earlier in the episode, we talked about how our brains are like just not taking it anything longer than exactly. three minutes. Can you imagine that happening? For yeah, like exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know, exactly. I think that's actually valid because I think I was reading some research or some newspaper or something, and like um, ADHD, like within our generation mm-hmm. and the generation that's coming, yeah. you know, yeah. the prevalence of it has increased yeah. substantially. Mm-hmm. And oh, and um, another friend, Rose, was just telling me how she couldn't, uh, you know, use TikTok because. Um, she does have a yeah, she's diagnosed with ADHD yeah. mm-hmm. and TikTok like during COVID like significantly reduced she said her already very short attention span you know and she said um, to me in English earlier today that she was just um, recover, still recovering from yeah. how, how much her attention span has decreased yeah she was talking about it when we came back as well how like and even Rosa like she's also mentioned the fact that just like ha- having ADHD and needing constant stimulation and needing always something to keep you going you know that with TikTok is a perfect storm. It's perfect. It's a perfect storm. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's you don't have to pay attention for longer than 30 seconds. Yeah. You, know? you, yeah. <laughs> you need 30 seconds, you get the point, you get your information, you get a laugh. Sometimes if you want to watch it again, hey, good for yeah. you. But you yeah. don't have to. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it feeds into that whole, like, <laughs> entertainment is at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. it's always like, that joke I made about TikTok. There's always another TikTok. There's always another Instagram mm-hmm. There's yeah. always another tweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. You like that one? There's 20 more just like it. Just yeah. waiting yeah. to just show up and yeah. pull you in deeper. Yeah. And it like, yeah, you know, that happening to like six year olds. Like, you know, like, because I think about, I was like basically unmonitored on the internet when I was a kid. Like, my, Same. Yeah, both my parents were working. <laughs> I had like a nanny basically. And she had to like, you know, I have a younger brother. I have other siblings. Like a lot of the time it was just much like entertain yourself for like five minutes so yeah. I can make dinner or entertain yeah. yourself so I can like use the bathroom you know yeah so I would just sit there and just unfiltered internet just mm-hmm. coming right at me mm-hmm. yeah. you know and like I remember some of it yeah but the, all of the things that I don't remember but internalized I think about that a lot yeah because you're, you're when you're young your brain is like plastic. it just absorbs everything yeah it just takes it all in so yeah maybe I don't remember it however it's still in there somewhere you know like my Things have changed <laughs> yeah. because of the things that I took in that I don't really remember anymore. And yeah. that's wild. Yeah. And on that just note of like, um, you know, children online and how even us, you know, we're still somewhat young. Uh-huh. <laughs> am, I, am I though? He is old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, but you know, like for younger people, I, I do think it's pretty scary about how much content there is on social media uh-huh. and how much of that is actually safe for your viewing yeah. and how much of that... and. Not only, and I think another point that we should talk about is how um, we, how people can interact with us. You know, like real people can interact with us in real time. And in theory, you know, that's nice. You know, it connects mm-hmm. the world. But there's also a downside of that. You yeah, know, revenge porn is a thing. Yeah. Cyberbullying is a thing. And all these issues that was never made, you know, that, that was never even a real issue before we had social mm-hmm. media. Yeah. 
and it's I, I think it's important that you know if we have any younger siblings as well is to just really teach them like mm-hmm. how to That's protect themselves online be smart on social media think use critically? use your critical thinking <laughs> I mean it's easy for us to say that but for a kid who is getting groomed yeah exactly that's the problem yeah. though I don't know who's I watch, giving like, these children access and like Lorna if you criminal mind most Dick Wolf shows I will watch from season one to season thirty-seven because they seem to go on that long. Um, but like seeing like because like Law and Order specifically is what I'm talking about and like Criminal Minds. They started in like two thousand and five, yeah. two thousand three, two thousand four. Mm-hmm. So the topics that they talk about then and the topics that they talk about mm-hmm. in recent seasons mm-hmm. and how you see how social media that must be so is in essence a tool. Yeah, like you know yeah. how much easier it is for like pedophiles to get to kids online yeah because they're all there and they can't see you you Mm -hmm. no longer have to have a van that says free candy on it you just have to have an instagram account with a pretty girl in the free candy (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't have puppies in his van (laughs) you're telling me my friend jimmy is a third is a 58 year old man (laughs) dang jimmy 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 likes lollipops just like me (laughs) oh my god (laughs) yeah but i think like, just on that point again, I think it's interesting how you say, um, like, on topic of pedophilia, because I was reading, like, news articles, was, I don't know what I was watching, but, like, um, it was some dudes getting arrested, some weird, icky pedophiles getting arrested mm-hmm. and having terabytes. And that's, like, months, like, months worth of content, yeah. years worth of content of, on child porn. And mm-hmm. I think it's also, re- uh, like, just to redirect the conversation a bit, I think... Um, social media definitely does provide people that sense of community like you're talking about earlier, Ruthie. But it also provides, you know, a space for people you don't want to have a voice. (laughs) Rapists, pedophiles, misogynists to come together and really like hype each other up and invigorate each other. Mm -hmm. Because social media, as much as it you know, provides alternative perspectives. Yeah. It's very much an echo chamber. Yeah. yeah. And That's when what you're we were talking in, about in episode like, two. Like, you know the real. snowball effect? Like yeah. Like, when you see one thing and it keeps showing up because that's what your algorithm thinks you like. Yeah. It. Yeah, it, like, pulls you in and it's, like, <coughs> no, what you're saying is so solid because, yes, social media will give a community to anybody online. Mm-hmm. But that means anybody. Mm-hmm. That means that if some guy goes mm-hmm. online saying, I like little kids or, you know, I want to beat up women or black people are the worst, there are other people who are going to be like, hey, yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. Let's yeah. get more people like that. And let's, let's yeah. you know, like, commune, basically. Like, Reddit threads of, like, um... Of incels. incels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate them. Oh, my gosh. I, we, yes, we recorded an episode with Maria yesterday, and I read this quote. I need to find it. You guys keep talking, but I need to find it because you need to hear. I had a question. Okay. How do you guys feel about social media cleanses? Huh. You know, to some extent, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just need a break from people mm-hmm. and things. But, like, honestly, a huge part of me and the reason why I haven't done it, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I can totally cleanse myself on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But what would that really do to me? Maybe this is just a me thing because mm-hmm. um, my life is so... I, I put so much of my life into social media and my own branding. But I think it's like, a lot of the things I'm feeling mm-hmm. and the negative um, perceptions and perspectives I have on social media mm-hmm. and how is a lot about myself. Yeah. Mm. You know, and deleting an app won't yeah. do that. And I also think that social media, it, yes, to some extent, creates problems of body mm-hmm. image and things like that and fat phobia. Yeah. But yeah. to what extent 
can you blame social media for that? Because there's a lot of other factors yeah, that comes into play. I think social media is more like a tool. Yeah. yeah. And it just like heightens it, you mm-hmm. know? Because if I'm feeling insecure in my body, I don't think it's predo- like purely because of social media. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it's because, I don't know, when I was younger, my sister called me fat and I was always labeled as like the fat kid. Mm-hmm. Right? And the fishball. <laughs> and so, I'm just thinking, you know, even if I step away from social media, will I suddenly be completely okay with how I look and how um, and how comfortable I am with my skin and yeah. so yeah. I think that's why I, I, have, I haven't done a social media class yeah. Yeah. I agree I think that's I also haven't done one and I think that like I don't think I realized it until you just said it then mm-hmm. but like that's a large part of why I haven't done it because yeah. I think that I know that deep down my issues are a lot deeper than the fact that I like to scroll Instagram exactly you know? and like yes it perpetuates it but it isn't like the root. Like I'm not gonna delete Instagram and be like, oh, off yeah. my antidepressants yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, like all of a sudden I'm not gonna like fix everything. But I think that if it's something that you think is a large factor and that stepping away from it is gonna help you build yourself, then yeah, do mm-hmm. it. But don't delete Instagram and then re-download it six months later and believe that you're a new person without actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. I tried a social media cleanse. Oh, I was gonna ask you a question. I yeah. want to hear about I this. I want to know about how it this lasted went. two days. <laughs> <laughs> She got reborn. <laughs> it took she her so found long herself. Because, like, my problem with social media is that it takes up so much of my time when I could be doing other things, you know. However, it is still kind of interesting to be seeing what other people are doing, you know, where my friends are at, you know. Kim Kardashian's having another baby. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god! But like, Every time I have go you seen online. those TikToks of her and it's Kim and North, right? Yeah, oh, so they have a TikTok oh, so account. It's so great. It's I was so like cute. scrolling on it for like hours it's yesterday. So sorry, yeah. continue with you. Sorry. So See, you were scrolling on it for hours. A family. But it was so cute. Look, it's <laughs> like Kim. <laughs> yeah, but it like Kim. Yeah, she's like this like supermodel, and then. Yeah. North yeah. just doesn't kids. care, yeah. and so they're just making these random North ass, so authentic, kind of raw, yeah. unfiltered <laughs> TikToks, and I'm like, yes, this is what yeah. I need. Yeah, sorry. I, I no, I think it's great, honestly. I yeah, think like things like that, especially because like earlier we we're talking about Kim Kardashian, we we're talking about how you know how she makes us feel about yeah. our bodies. Yeah. But it, I think that to a certain extent, definitely the part of me that was like, why don't I look like her, is soothed a little bit, seeing her just be an idiot with her kid. Yeah. You know? like You that see that she's an actual human. In fact, a real person. Yeah. And that, you know, mm-hmm. there are things that are happening and that matter. Um, so, it's, honestly, I think that there's, to a certain extent, yeah, like, influencer families. <laughs> the ethics of those are a little bit shaky. Yeah. However, I think that, like, especially in like, it's like a situation like that where you see somebody who is usually portrayed as a specific way show the fact that they are human, they are mm-hmm. two-dimensional, mm-hmm. go for it. I think it's great. Also, yeah. while I have the, like, I have to read that quote that I found yeah. on Instagram thread. It is, society has become a place for worship of females and it's so fucking wrong. They're not gods, they're just fucking cum dumpsters. Oh my god! I hate men! (laughs) (laughs) Coming from a man. Yeah, it's crazy. Cum dumpsters, roasties. um, Roasties? You've had so much sex that your vagina looks like roast beef. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah. And that's just a woman who's had any sex. (laughs) Yeah, and then JB's, jailbait. Those are like teenage virgins. They love those. Yeah. I'm so disgusted. Yes. It's, mm-hmm. And they have a community. They're online. They're on a Reddit thread. They, this guy posted this comment and people were like, 
you are so right. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. And they probably worship Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god. god, I hate him. That yeah. man is an enigma. Tune into episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Please, but like, let's touch on him a little bit because he's a large part of social media intake is people like him. People pushing a very specific ideal that yeah. unfortunately is harmful for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like his whole be an alpha male, otherwise you're worthless. Yeah. How are you saying that to a 13-year-old boy? Yeah. Know? Yeah. He hasn't even had the chance to develop into an alpha male yet. Mm. Not that he wants to, necessarily. I mean, should not. I know what I mean. He can be whatever he wants to be. Yeah. But, like, it's so... That's why I said I think it's more like a tool than the actual root of the problem. Because mm-hmm. people like Andrew Tate are the problem, you know? But Andrew Tate can now get online and say whatever he wants and have people all and over the world... And it's affecting millions. Yeah. Yeah. People all over the world are affected by him. They're laughing at him. They're agreeing with him. They're angry at him. Mm-hmm. But he's getting a reaction, mm-hmm. you know? And social media is like the oil to that flame, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I think it's really easy to antagonize it. Antagonize something like, um, even in politics, you know, the whole Republican versus Democrat thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's everyone's always like in constant conflict, mm-hmm. I feel. And so easy to antagonize the other side. But I, I sometimes wonder... Because I'm very much a left. <laughs> I'm very much very left liberal. Free the queers. <laughs> free the nips kind of guy. Um, but, you know, I I wonder, because that's based on the values and my upbringings and my um, relationship with religion, I guess. You know, I just really don't care. Um, but And it's so easy for me to antagonize people who hate on other people. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what if I was... On the other side, yeah. you know, they yeah. very much can antagonize us, us as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to me that to think that it's so hard to find middle ground. Yeah. It really is. You know, because it's there's and it's so, so scary because opinions, it's so impossible. All colliding, it's, yes. there's no way to and like so organize extreme. them. And, like, That's yeah. come back to that echo chamber thing you were saying. Yeah. Because when you put an idea out there and all of a sudden there are like hundreds of people agreeing with you, mm-hmm. why would you think you're wrong? Yeah. You know, like yeah. you have a whole community of people that you were seeing, that you were interacting with, who were telling you that you're right. And then you go online and you see a comment, whether it's from a left or a right, and whether you're a left or a right. And you can just be like, what the hell does this person know? Like, you yeah. know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm right. I have a bunch of people who are agreeing with me, you yeah. know? But, yeah, it's so easy to just antagonize the other person because you're in this echo chamber where your own ideas are just coming back again and again and again. Yeah. And being amplified, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, like, incels, again, is the example. Like, it takes one insecure, sad, impressionable person to go online and find one of those threads and there mm-hmm. are people angrier than them. There are people with more hatred than them. And they're just pumping it into this person yeah. a thousand miles away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just so easy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And but I think on that note as well, are we for short of time? No, right. We're okay, right? Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about a few, like one or two more topics. Yeah. But yeah, I was just thinking about it. And I do agree that, you know, echo chambers are a huge thing. But I also remember that the internet as scary of a place it is, is a place where even we can defend whatever we want to say yeah. and point mm-hmm. out, um, you know, the the BS that's online mm-hmm. and really, like, fact-check people. And I think that's a huge thing, like, accountability. Yeah. I think that's a yeah. huge thing on social media. And yeah. I feel like it's so important. It's so great. And the so fact great. that people aren't being held accountable like these themselves. Oh, yeah. not accountable? Yeah. No, but, like, the, there's two sides, definitely. The, yeah. the accountability, like you're talking about, we mm-hmm. can go online and say things, and then it's mm-hmm. there. Yeah, you know, like but it's also not accountable because they can be completely anonymous, exactly. and yet they're spreading so much hate with exactly. words. I get exactly. it, Noemi. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, for me, if I go and I make a co- post, a post, a comment on an Instagram post, <laughs> it'll say my tag. Yeah. It'll say, you know, underscore C. Ruthie said this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. However, if my Instagram tag was baby bears on a hill, no one's going to know that? who I am. Exactly. <laughs> I yeah. can spew the most awful hatred in the world. Mm-hmm. And who's going to do anything about it. Exactly. You know? You can remove the comment, but it'll still be... Yeah, you have still read it, and you have still, like, to some extent, thought about it. Yeah. Ugh, that sucks. One of my first, like, social media, like... I say interaction because it was, like, my first heavy one, but it was really first my first, like, negative one. Mm-hmm. My older brother used to make YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody commented something... I don't even know if it was actually rude. I was just young enough that my older brother mentioned that it pissed him off. And so in my, like, 12, 13-year-old brain, I was like, no one is going to mess with my big brother. And so I went on YouTube, and I typed out this, like, paragraph-long comment about how you have to be nicer and how he's putting out content. And this guy just called me a bitch. Oh, my (laughs) God! That is so sad. I'm so sad. (laughs) I was like... And then, paragraph at 13 I was like you know this is somebody's content this is their idea you should just be nicer you don't have to be here you can just leave and he just said no, but all shut you're up saying bitch is- and I was like oh well shut up shut it up now <laughs> I feel like this also links back to teaching the younger generations how to be smart on the internet yeah. because it's not only what you look at it's also how you interact with other people mm. you know Yeah. and you don't have to be a horrible person you know, you don't, mm-hmm. just because you don't like something, you don't have to comment on it and you don't have to, you know, say that this is trash, that the person should yeah. die. You know, like, there's no necessity for that. But we're not being, we're not holding these people accountable and that's the issue. I don't even know who that guy was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, he's gone now. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I remember reading that comment and being like, what a D-bag. <laughs> Why would he just unprompted? I was so nice to him. But, like, social media you know Mm -hmm. like it like i try to be kind in the way that i present myself on Mm -hmm. social media Mm -hmm. i am a kind person (laughs) that made it sound like i just try and make myself (laughs) she's holding guns to her head (laughs) (laughs) they all all have to be be (laughs) (laughs) there's a reason there's no video To a certain extent, some people enjoy the anonymity of being online. You know, like I they understand enjoy that. Just, I like, do not, understand. Yeah, that. the only it's kind of like, weird though. <laughs> <laughs> the only like issue comes with like when all of a sudden that anonymity is negative. Yeah, you know, like yeah. all of a sudden you're using the fact that no one knows who you are, or you know, the fact that people are nice on the internet mm-hmm. to just not be, mm-hmm. and that's like everybody has a voice, even people who we kind of wish don't have a voice. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But who's to say who can't get a voice? Exactly. Freedom yeah. of speech, the upside down. If you ever read yeah. Handmaid's Tale, freedom to versus freedom from. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get in that. Oh my god. <laughs> but it's the whole idea. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to talk about? Um, I don't know, but just to wrap up on the whole note of like just so much nasty things on the internet, I I do feel honestly, I genuinely do wholeheartedly believe that the internet can be a place to breed love Genuine. and kindness yeah. and really find that people find their it. communities. Yeah. And it's just how we use it because at the yeah. end of the day, it's a tool, you know? 
I completely agree. I believe 100%. Yeah. The, yeah. the internet can be a force for good. And in yeah. so many ways it is. Yeah. Like, you know, all of the, like, online therapy, online counseling. Yeah. All of the communities where you can post online about how you're feeling and have somebody be like, it's okay, that's normal, you know? Mm-hmm. Even like, hey, what's this thing growing on my foot? It's, you're fine, it's not cancer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you, you kind of create these important bonds. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's so important to, like, A, talk about how it can be used negatively and you have to be mindful of that. Yeah. And B, put in that effort yeah. to be yeah. something, you know, be something good. Mm-hmm. Because you know it's it's one at a time, but it's kind of like a ripple effect, right? Yeah. You know, like right now we're talking about it. We're three people. We go out and we keep talking about it. You know, another three people. Mm-hmm. You know, and soon enough, it's could be a good amount of people to put more good out in the world than yeah. there are people pumping hateful stuff in there. Yeah. You know? Exactly. People trying their darndest <laughs> to make the world their darndest. <laughs> their darndest. So be nice on social media, people. Use it yeah. for good. And, you know, just find the balance within yourself. Be responsible. Be responsible. <laughs> um, and yeah, so much of it is also within you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, as, as cliche and inspiring as this is, the power is in you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that should be, like, on a, on a poster with Superman on it or something. But, like, it's so true. Like, the change starts with you. Yes, that yeah. was a cliche. <laughs> That was the cliche of cliches, but it's true. It is. Cliches are cliches for a good reason, I think. Yeah. Sometimes. Perhaps. Yeah, I'm scared someone's going to prove me wrong. <laughs> I'm scared someone's going to be like, well, what about this one? And I'm going to be like, oh. I, I mean, know. we are posting this to the internet. Yeah. So. We are posting this to the internet. So. Be kind, please. Yeah, please be nice. We will cry. <laughs> we will cry. If we get one mean comment, I swear to God. <laughs> But yeah, I be nice out there. How you present yourself matters so much. And uh, we're about to queue up our very cute outro. So get very excited about it. Okay. Are we ready, ladies and gents? Three. Okay. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Be, be kind, think, think, think wisely, and, and always be willing, willing to, to listen. Listen. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thank you, everyone, Thank you for, for joining us. Bye. Try, try do. <laughs> you can't do it. Oh my ma, god. Ma, 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 